You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Five minutes after eight South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. It's a bit hot. My beloved, wonderful listeners of Radio Al Ansar International, our beloved, wonderful listeners of Sirius FM. And our wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah, Wal Jama'ah. I was just telling my beloved engineer that, <laughs> can you believe from 10 past 1, uh, we don't know whether it's load shedding or not, from 10 past 1 till now. Our lights just came on now about 8 o'clock. Yeah, that's 7 hours uh, load shedding. They say it's not load shedding, it's ESCOM. They say it's not, it's not ESCOM, it's just but anyway, what to do? What to do? We just have to make sabr, my beloved listeners of uh, Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. I will be with you from now till 10 o'clock, inshallah. Our beloved engineer is Brother Lokolo here in Johannesburg and the other engineer in the Durban studio. Yomu Thulatha, the 5th of Jumad al-Akhirah, 1445, which is also the 19th of December, 2023. Our Zakat Nisab, 8 thousand rand mehre fatimi 23,000 rand manama mahar for hanafis 500 rand for malikis uh, 175 rand for shafi'is and humbleys no manama mehr <coughs> remember our whatsapp number is 084 786 3132 international overseas listeners plus 2784 786 3132 plus 2784 786 3132 our beloved ustad's email address is akhusen at gmail.com that is akhusen at gmail.com our beloved ustad website is mufti akhusen.net that is mufti akhusen.net our beloved ustad's twitter account is at akhusen that is at akhusen yes uh, if you do have any questions while we are waiting for our beloved honorable respected fadilatul ustad hazrat malana mufti abdul qadir hussein hafizahullah please you can inshallah send your questions in on 084-786-3132 international overseas listeners plus 2784-786-3132 we said it's a beautiful night a beautiful evening uh, many listeners are with us this evening radio al-ansar listeners sari sfm and of course marka sahaba the voice of ahlu sunnah wal jama'ah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ustad wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa Somebody wants to know, Ustad, from where must we fasten our ihram? Ustad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 5th of 
Jumad al Akhira in South Africa and in other parts of the world, majority countries, it is the sixth of Jumad al Akhira tonight. Be that as it may, thousands of people from various cities, countries, continents are going for Umrah. So read Surah 2, verse 128. Wa'arina manasikana rahim. Ya Allah, you show us the holy places and forgive us, O Allah. rahim. Indeed, you are of forgiving, very, very merciful. So that is what you should be reading. Now you are going directly to Makkah Mukarramah, so if you are taking an airline which does not have a direct flight, Johannesburg or Cape Town or whatever, or Durban, and you're going via Ethiopian Airlines or Qatar Airlines or Emirates or Ittihad or Egypt Airlines or whatever, so the place where you will have a layover, where you will be in transit, so there you put on your ihram and everything, so that will be the best for you. Second one is, if you are flying with Saudi, so that's a direct flight nowadays from Johannesburg to Jeddah four times a week. So in a case like that, you fasten your ihram here and you just wear a kurta above it, for example, the lower garment, like a lungi, sarong, and then you wear a long kurta over it. So one hour before you land in Jeddah, you make your intention and the two rakat salat, remember, is nafil salat. You read it, it's fine. You don't read it, it's fine. People are more worried about the two rakat salat than they are for salat. They must for salat, they won't ask so many questions, but they must the two rakat salat, they'll ask so many questions. That is the jahalat and the ignorance you will find in majority of the ummah today, and that is the absolute truth, because I know I receive hundreds of questions of this nature every year. So that is one issue. Second issue is this. You are coming from any part of the world. For you to fasten ihram in Jeddah is not permissible. Sawa'an bil barri or bil bahri or bil jawi. That was the fatwa of Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Abdullah bin Sheikh Rahimahullah. So Sheikh Abdul Aziz, Abdul Aziz bin Abdullah bin Baz. So Rahimahullah. So remember that we met him several times. We don't agree with all these fatwa, but this fatwa and verdict, we agree with him, and that you cannot fasten your haram when you are entering by plane or by ship or by road and so forth. It must be about one hour or so before you land in Jeddah. Then you get people who want to short-circuit the system. They say, no, I will be spending one night there in Jeddah or two nights. Then I will fasten my haram there and so forth. So then also we against all this. These are all healers, loopholes and shortcuts you're looking for. A nation, the Jutlas, who did all this type of thing, shortcuts and loopholes, all Matthias said to them, chapter 7, verse 166, 
you become monkeys physically literally they were transformed into monkeys Allah Ta'ala transformed them into swines and into you must remember monkeys chapter 5 surah Ma'idah verse 60 and this is not figurative it is literally and physically so therefore we should not look for that if you want to spend one two nights in Jeddah then from there go to Medina Munawwara rather and then you come from Medina and fast and Ihram or you go to Juhfa there's one hour one and a half hour backwards now on the road to Medina there is a Miqat there and from there then you perform you make your intention and then you come and perform your Umrah if you are going to enter Makkah Mukarramah and you came from outside Africa, Europe, America and you fasten your Ihram in Jeddah remember a dam will be compulsory upon you you will have to slaughter a goat or a sheep there in Makkah Mukarramah and that is compulsory upon you وَمَنْ تَجَاوَزَ عَنِ الْمِقَاتِ فَأَلَيْهِ because you passed the Miqat the boundary and you were not in the state of Ihram so therefore Ijma and its consensus one goat or one sheep will be compulsory per person and that must be slaughtered there in Makkah Mukarramah or Mina during Hajj time so remember that is the issue that you must know and try and perform a quality Umrah quality Ziyarat not just hit and run and waste time and kill time. <laughs> Somebody wants to know, Ustad, should women read Salatul Janazah in the Haram, Ustad? Remember, for ladies, the best is to read in the hotel room the first Salat and everything. But once you are reading there in your hotel room, you can't follow the Imam. Today, one lady sent a question to me. She said she is staying there in Condorit Hotel. She is staying in this hotel. And it is a group, maybe, of ladies. So remember, they say they want to follow the Imam from their hotel room. So that is null and void. If you read Salat like that, is null and void. You have to repeat that Salat. So similarly, Janazah Salat, if you are in the Haram Sharif, and now a Janazah comes, and you read the Salatul Janazah, so it is valid. But remember, best is you read your Salat there in your hotel room, your first Salat especially. Obviously, for Tawaf and all that, you will have to come to the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafah, and then you read your two Rakat Salat there in the Haram Sharif so all that is fine we are speaking primarily about the first Salat however if you read your first Salat in the Haram Sharif behind the Imams of the Haram or in Masjid Nabawi then according to all four schools your Salat is valid there is no need for you to repeat it so that also you should take cognizance of but what is better and more rewarding similarly in Medina Munawwara that you should rather read Salat in the hotel room and remember for salami and all that you go to Masjid Nabawi you get place anywhere Riyadhul Jannah anywhere else you read Nafil Salat there and so forth very good but for Salat you should read in your hotel room the dalil and evidence for all this is the Quran Sharif is the Sunnah Mubarakah and the Fatawa of Sahaba the Quran Sharif teaches us chapter 33 verse 33 you women must stay glued to your homes so 
that is the lady and woman's place in Islam. All this gallivanting every day, school, madrasa, college, and all that, or shopping, and all that haram and not permissible. When there's a need, necessity, then you go out without wearing beautiful, exciting clothes and so forth to attract the attention of the men and so forth. Surah 33, verse 33. Quran says. Second one, Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu time, there was an honorable lady, Sahabiya, Umm Humaid As-Sa'idiyah. She said, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi I want to perform Salat in Masjid Nabawi behind you, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi told us, see, your house has got three parts. You read in the first part, you'll get more reward. In the middle, you'll get even more. If you read right at the back, then you'll get the optimum and maximum reward. Imagine this is authentic hadith mentioned by Targhib wa Targhib by Allama Munziri, rahimahullah, wa sahahahu al-Sheikh Albani, rahimahullah. And Sheikh Albani, rahimahullah, said hadith is sahih. I mentioned this so the Salafi characters and they don't try and fool you and deceive you. So this is authentic hadith and the Master salam, already is discouraging the women to come and read Salat in the Masajid whilst the Master salam, is the Imam. So second one. Third one, Abdullah the Masood radiallahu anhu and then faqihu hadhil ummah when the ladies would come for Jummah Salat and so forth, they would wait outside and they would throw pebbles, go back home, go back home. Go back. Your place is not here in the masjid. So these are great, great fatawa, Quranic verse, hadith sharif, fatwa of sahaba and the actions of sahaba. And all four schools agree on it. That for women to read salat at home, even in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, is much more rewarding. But if you are in the Haram Sharif and you read the lady for salat behind the imam, or you read Salatul Janazah behind the Imam in the Haram Sharif so remember your Salat will be valid so that also we must take cognizance of (laughs) Ustad what's uh, the latest in Gaza Ustad? The latest in Gaza is this four or five news so when we told you that this is a genocide, this is ethnic cleansing, this is crimes against humanity, and you must remember this Israeli cabinet, Benjamin Netanyahu, Benjamin Ney, how many babies have you murdered today, you harami, you super terrorist, and what the eyes of America are encouraging you. So today, Lloyd Austin, the minister and the judge, they call him secretary of of defense. He lands in Israel and he says Benjamin Netanyahu is like a bull in a China shop and they've gone crazy like you see. So it means that now when the criticism starts openly so they're going to work him out and remember that his names are day, days are numbered B.B. Netanyahu will face the crime, the corruption trial or he will be sent to the Hague and then he will spend his time in jail or he might commit suicide before that Allah alone knows but we'll be very happy if he spends time in jail for a long period for all these war crimes and so forth 
reports. So we know that yesterday they murdered 90 people there in the Jabalia camp and so forth. Majority children, women, innocent men and so forth. Hamas every day dispatching three, four, five of them to hell. Hamas attacks their soldiers, but they attack the children. This is a deliberate ploy by the Israeli diaper force, the Israeli diarrhea force, the Haramis. When they just hear the name Hamas, they start pooping in their pants and underpants and so forth, and they make a big mess, you must remember that, and then they are dispatched to hell, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, and 95 to 100 journalists have already been murdered and killed, majority of them Muslim, they in Gaza, they don't want the outside world to know, and this war is against the children of Gaza, and this is mentioned by the United Nations as well, so remember, Allah grant our shuhada, our martyrs, Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la, Allah ta'ala grant their family, Sabri Jamil, Allah ta'ala grant a magnificent victory to Hamas and our Mujahideen, Nasrum min Allah, wa fathun qareem, and we must, whatever is the truth, we have to speak, whether we like, we don't like, we have to speak the truth, so that is always our policy, we don't carry favor with people or organizations or politicians and governments and so forth. First fatwa of ours, first verdict of ours, Shias are kuffar. They are non-Muslims, right? But you have in Lebanon, Hezbollah, we call them Hezbollah Shaitan, the party of Shaitan. There in Yemen, you have the Houthis, they call themselves Ansarullah, we call them non-Muslims as well, because majority of the Zaydis have joined the Iranians, Isna, Asharia, and so forth. So we should know all this here, but they're pulling off a superb job, you must remember that. So Mustafa Rasulullah taught us, Inna allaha la yu'ayyidu hadha deen birrajul al-fajir, verily Allah Ta'ala will have this religion of Islam. Islam through non-Muslims as well. So imagine, so these are non-Muslims, Allah is using them. So from the Lebanese side, they are taking the Israelis. And from that side, the Yemenis and the Houthis is with the Tha, not with the Ta. People pronounce it Houthi, that's wrong. It's Houthi, with the Tha, Alif Be-Te-Se, Alif Be-Te-Sa, like that. So they are the ones preventing, intercepting the ships from going. So they have to take a long cut. All that cost them millions of dollars, billions of dollars. Well done to you, Yemenis, Houthis. Allah Jalla wa give you hidayat and make you join the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. So Alhamdulillah, better than most Sunni countries. Sunni countries, hum na'imun wa hum ghafilun. Majority of them sleeping and bootlicking Israel and America and you must remember that these Shias obviously they are helped and assisted by Iran so remember that they're doing a good job but they're not doing it without the motive the motive is as spelled out by Khomeini they want Saitara they want control over the Haramein Sharifain so they will sell this idea to the world see that we help Gaza we help Palestine and we are the only ones who are helping and then they will try and convert the people to Shiaism some of them or half of them quarter of them and so forth so far
qualify in Gaza, there's no Shia. So remember, they all are Sunni, but that is their ploy, and they are aim and objective. And then next up, the Haramain Sharifain. They know these idiots, their MBS and them, they are easy to defeat because they can't fight at all and so forth. They must just target the water and those facilities in Saudi, United Arab Emirates, and they will win the war in one <laughs> week. You must remember that. So the, all this is worked out already by the Iranians. They know exactly what they are doing. Is that what the latest in Saudi? The latest in Saudi and United Arab Emirates is very, very disappointing. You see, I spoke to you that regarding the Yemenis and the Houthis intercepting the boats and the ships and so forth. So now they are rerouting. From where they are rerouting, they are going towards Dubai, they are going towards Jeddah and going through Saudi Arabia and all that, and then they'll go via Israel or this country, this country. So this Saudi Arabia, UAE, are facilitating all these things here. Can you believe? So that Israel must get whatever supplies they want and so forth. If you think I'm talking nonsense, you know the Red Crescent. So that is like this uh, Christians have the Red Cross. So our Muslim countries, they have the Red Crescent, hilal ahmar they call them in Arabic. So this rest, Red Crescent that comes from Dubai and from the United Arab Emirates, they are actually bringing aid, but they are spying on behalf of Israel. They give them all the information of what is happening in Gaza, where the people are, all these type of things. Therefore, I told you thousand times and hundred times, as far as MBS goes, and the one in Saudi, his Murtad bin Shaitan, and the one in Emirates, in Abu Dhabi, Dubai, MBZ, 100% murtad they are. And these Salafis, because they're collecting money from them, they can't speak one word against them. What a shame and disgrace. You look at Saudi Arabia, when the massacres were taking place in Gaza, and they had musical events and shows and that, they said they will not cancel it. And now, when the ruler of Kuwait passed away, they said, no, we cancel the musical show. So where is your allegiance and so forth? Therefore, Habibuna Rasulullah wasallam did not make dua for the Najdis. Saudi Arabia is Najd, and Najd is Saudi Arabia. And if somebody asks you, where's your Dalil? Mustafa wasallam said, when he designated the Miqat and the boundaries for the people coming in to perform Umrah and Hajj, Manazil. And for the people of Najd, remember the Miqat is Karne Manazil. So that's 80, 90 or so kilometers away from Makkah. So that's in Saudi Arabia. So how can you say it's not part of Saudi Arabia? Nabi refused to make dua for the Najdi. Hazrat Tanwi Rahmatullah said he passed away in the year 43. So before partition, he said, Ye log Najdi hai, Wajdi nahi. Golden words by a golden scholar. Hazrat Maratanwi Hakimul Ummat Rahmatullah Layna Wallah Murkadahu said, Ye log Najdihe Wajdi Nahi. 
They are najdis. They are not wajdi. They don't want to understand what is tazkiyah and what is tasawwuf and all. They will just tell you bid'ah, bid'ah, bid'ah all the time. And this side here, UAE, you must remember this. The massacre on massacre will take place. But what will happen? For them, their politics will go on, their business will go on, and they will keep on supporting Israel and selling Israeli products and so forth and display them in their supermarkets and so forth. A shame and a disgrace, but their time will come soon. Almighty Allah is disgracing them chapter 22 verse 18 whosoever all by Allah humiliates and disgraces then there's none to give that person any honor hmm. was that somebody wants to know regarding load shedding I know we had load shedding from this afternoon 10 past 1 and of course it came back now 8 o'clock so the listener is saying we have too too much load shedding we want to know what to do what to read we start <laughs> Ours this afternoon was not load shedding. They mm-hmm. said that something happened at the substation or I don't know what and what for about six and a half, seven hours. So therefore I had to go run quickly before mm. Molana started to go switch off the generator with Allah's help, Allah's mercy, Allah's compassion that the light's electricity was restored. Amen. So we make dua to Almighty Allah chapter 66 and that is Surah Tahrim and verse number 8 Rabbana atmim lana noorana waghfir lana O Allah perfect and complete for us our noor and forgive us Ya Allah we are sinners daily we commit sin and vices the ummah does not read five daily salat 70-80% and in December it will become 90% people are on holiday so they become very relaxed the person person was reading Tahajjud, he will be missing Fajr Salat because now is December. In many cases, we know all these things happening. So you must remember that we need to beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness. We need to change our life around. And remember, we as Muslims, we're not only concerned about the light and radiance and effulgence of this world. We are concerned about it in this world. And in the Barzakh, that is after we die, and on the day of justice therefore we read this powerful dua chapter 66 verse 8 rabbana atmim lana nurana waghfir lana innaka ala kulli shay'in qadir so now voting is coming next year march april so if you're going to vote for ANC and you know Mr. Zuma said, me, I'm not voting ANC. He took my advice. You know, he listened to me. <laughs> I think Mr. Zuma, JZ, you see, Ja Yaqub's Jumma, you see. <laughs> so we must make him a Muslim. Then we'll give him that name, you see. So Jacob Zuma said, me, I'm going with those guys. Him Conti Suisse, whatever the hell the name is. I can't pronounce his names. So you must remember. So these are political shake-ups there and so forth. So anyway, South Africa, beautiful country, destroyed by the crooked politicians and policies. Under apartheid, the white regime, minority regime, the Nets, the Nationalist Party, from 1948 to 94, with their white racist policy, crimes against humanity, they treated us like dogs, you must remember. And the boards were telling you that, that they said no non-whites and no dogs allowed in this park. 
Sein Chien, Honda, and Nie Blanca. So that was used to read. I still remember the boards also. They used to say no non-whites and no dogs allowed here in the park, it means. So imagine all this is still fresh in our minds and so forth. Now we brought in democracy, free, 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 freedom. So... What the people got, what was working, you destroyed everything. Your matrix certificate, you're waiting for it, is not worth the paper on which is written for majority of you. You pass 30%, 40%, 50%. You go to Africa with that certificate, they'll tear it up and throw it in the waste paper basket. They'll say South Africa is a failed state. Your electricity, your water, your service delivery, your corruption, your crime, and so forth. I told you Wednesday afternoon what happened to us last week Wednesday we were there in time myself my wife my sister her two granddaughters and five of us everybody is there all the passengers are there the plane is there now the plane is delayed so everybody is worried when we asked them there the counter was the delay say no we're looking for the pilots the pilots <laughs> can't find the location can you believe that now it can only happen in South Africa, you must remember. So I told them there, I said, no, they gone maybe to the wrong airport. They went to Lansiria or somewhere, you know. Mm. So in South Africa, it's a big circus, and we got many trapeze artists and actors here, you must remember. But it's still a beautiful country, but destroyed by our politicians and policies. Allah have mercy on us. Ameen, we as Muslims <laughs> remain positive always. Wa adakhilna, chapter 7, verse 1. 151. Oh, beloved Allah, include us in your special, special mercy. Whilst you, Allah, alone, you are the most merciful one to show mercy. So always remember that. 27 minutes uh, to 9 o'clock. Before we go for our interval, I see Sister Lerato says, Tell Mr. AK, um, konto, we suize. That's what she says. <laughs> We go for our interval. When we come back, inshallah, we will continue with the Q&A. Don't go away. Stay tuned.